It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, everybody, to another beautiful weekend of Major League Baseball, and that's why you got us here. You got BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker with the one and only Ryan Horvat, and we're here to talk to you about all the lines, all the games, all the matchups you need to know about this weekend. Ryan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Cody. I've actually been... uh quarantining all week i'm actually heading back into the studio tonight so i'm just jacked to get out of my house man i haven't worked out in three days well i was on the peloton but i haven't picked up a weight i haven't left the house i've been eating nothing but soup uh but i'm good to go man no cold no covid nothing like that so healthy ready to watch some baseball this weekend we got some good matchups some good pitching matchups and uh i get the cubs going against my favorite player chris bryant they did pick up the victory last night as we're taping this on friday morning so excited for the weekend man not only that, we also got an Apple game taking place on Friday. Last week's first ever sure. Apple broadcast. I think you and I both agreed we loved the look of it. We do think that the announcing broadcast could maybe uh, improve a tick. Yeah, I think so, man. I, I mean this with all due respect. I don't know who any of those people are, but I wish that I knew about this opportunity because I've always wanted to do play-by-play. Play. That's what I did, actually. That was my first gig, but I was doing small market, did some minor leagues. I was in Iowa and um, kind of gave up on that dream, seeing as I didn't go to Syracuse or Fordham, and I'm not Bob Costas. But, man, I would love to call games. I would love to get an opportunity. Not that I don't love this company, if I could do, if I could do both, the podcast and call some games. But, I mean, it's a cool idea. Here's my question, though, right? We're trying to introduce the game, obviously, to, to younger people, I guess. But, like, here's the issue. So my grandfather, he calls me last week. He can't figure this stuff out because he doesn't have Apple TV+. Plus. So that's what I worry about. Grandma, grandpa, my uncles, my dad. Like, is anybody going to figure out how to use the technology, the Apple TV+. Plus? You know, I'm still teaching my parents how to use Apple TV. Right. But it's really not. It's, it's almost idiot proof. I mean, it's the easiest it thing you could possibly do. Not to mention the broadcast, 4K. And mm -hmm. not to mention the, the actual layout of the baseball game as far as digital graphics go. I mean... I really think Apple did an incredible job with this. The only the only downside, and again, I don't want to badmouth anybody that's announcing the games because they didn't do a bad job. It was just no. different, and it didn't. I yeah. didn't think it worked. And I was a big. I am actually a fan of each one of these people individually. Just putting them together, I thought uh, need a few kinks to work out. But I'm looking forward to the game tonight, and we got a full, full slate of games going on on Friday evening. Let's start with the National League, Ryan. Uh, the Mets. They're taking yes. on the Diamondbacks. In Arizona, they got Chris Bassett on the mound. He looked phenomenal in his Mets debut. Uh, he's currently sitting with a zero ERA, and he's going to take on Zach Davies over there, who's currently sitting with a 3-6, had a good first outing himself. What do you got on this game? I mean, Bassett on the road. Obviously, the Mets are heavily favored, minus 225, so there's clearly no actual value on the money line. 
Right. No value with the money line. And you know I'm not a big run line guy because it's hard enough to win baseball games, let alone win baseball games by two runs as a sports better. But you know what I'm going to do here is I'm going to do just that. And I'm going to go with the run line because for me, it's always fade Zach Davies. All due respect to Zach Davies. Covered him when he was in Milwaukee, but he was terrible. He was one of the worst pitchers in, in Major League Baseball last year for the Cubs. He was 6-12. and 12. He allowed 162 hits and 148 innings, man. And the hard hit rate against him is just crazy. Now, also offensively, the Diamondbacks, 25th in on-base percentage, 29th, I believe, in runs scored. I know it's early in the season, but I don't have very high expectations for Arizona. And Bassett was excellent in his opening start. So I am going to fade Zach Davies here. I'm going to go with the Mets on the run line and Bassett. Again, like you said, outstanding in his first start. Went six innings, gave up just three hits, and struck out eight. Going to stay away from the strikeout prop, but I do like the Mets on the run line today to win this game by at least two runs against the Diamondbacks. I agree with you. I'm, I'm actually, I agree with you and disagree with you. I disagree with you on the fact that I actually love the run line. I think the run line is a, yeah. a probably probably the line I play more than just about anything else, mainly because you can get incredible value with it, but I also have to pick and choose those games very carefully. Chris Bassett on the mound against an anemic Diamondbacks offense. Yeah, inject that directly into my veins, please. I will definitely be taking that. How about a game that two teams that I think everybody's pretty much fading? We got Washington Nationals, Pittsburgh Pirates. Currently, as we sit, um, you got Fed on the mound facing Keller. Keller had a rough first outing. He's currently sitting with a 9 ERA, 0-1, Fed 3-6 right now. The Nationals on the money line are uh, currently favored. Well, they're not favored, actually. This is a pretty evenly matched thing. Both have set at minus 110 on the money line. I think that's nuts, even though the Pirates went off yesterday and, you know, Vogelbach went 4-for-6 four, uh, four with uh, a homer. I'm not seeing that happening twice. I'm definitely fading the Pirates today. I'm taking the Nationals at minus 110 on the money line. Same here, man. This is going to be probably the only time this season where you're going to hear me say this, but I'm going with Washington as well, and it's going to be fade Mitch <laughs> Keller all season long. Like you said, like, ridiculous. I mean, he went four innings against the Cardinals, gave up six hits, four runs. They lost that game 6-2. I'm not going to overreact to one start. Look what he did last year, though. 5-11 and and 23 starts, had an ERA over six. Mm -hmm. He gave up 133 hits in just 100 innings. Um, in Washington, like, surprisingly... They got off to a decent start. They're hitting just 221 as a team, but somehow they're in these games. Like you said, Eric Fetty's going today. He was 7-9 and nine last season. I'm going to take a shot today with Washington, although I'll say this about the Pirates. Their bats, for some reason, have come out smoking. They're hitting 282 as a team. They're second in the majors. It's early on in the year, but give me Washington. I think regression is, is coming for Pittsburgh, man. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they got a, a little bit of better start. And by the way, they didn't get an amazing start. Yeah, they're swinging the bat okay, but I think a lot of that has to do with just yesterday's game because they went off a little bit yesterday. <laughs> you got the Phillies going down to Miami. Now, a lot of people were fading Miami at the beginning of the season, and once the season started, I think people were starting to realize, hey, this is actually a pretty good ball club. So I think a couple of weeks ago, if you saw this line, you would have jumped all over the Phillies. Um Right now, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion because right now the Marlins, believe it or not, are favored at home against the Phillies, minus 110. However, you got Zach Eflin on the mound. I, I mean, how often are you going to get the Phillies at plus 100? I'm going to have to jump all over the Phillies as plus 100 underdogs. I am as well. I was on the fish. I was on the Marlins yesterday, and that ended up working out. I think they won that game 4-1, to one, but Pablo Lopez is on the mound, second outing this season. He was really good last Saturday against the Giants, and that was against the Giants. He gave up just one run on three hits, walked one, and struck out six in just five innings of work. 
Uh, coming off a breakout season last year where he was 5-5 five and five with an ERA just over 3, 115 strikeouts. So I was looking at him uh, when we did our season debut, the preview, maybe as a dark horse Cy Young candidate. Mm-hmm. I like the Marlins today, but um, I mean, I like the Marlins, this team a lot, but I'm going to go with the Phillies. Like you said, we're probably not going to get a whole lot of plus money opportunities, and I think Eflin will have a nice start today. I think the bats are going to come around today. Yesterday, kind of a rough day at the plate for some of those guys. I like Schwarber to homer today. I'm not going to play it after what he did to me on the last episode. But give me the Phillies as well as dogs today against the Marlins. We are one week into the season, and I think I'm already retiring prop bets for home runs. Already. Yeah. I, I just – it's such a crapshoot, and I definitely earlier this week decided to take Vlad Guerrero after his three-homer performance, and of course he shows up and goes 0 for 4 with three Ks. Of course that's what happens. That's yep. what baseball is. You got to love it, man. Well, here's a game that I know for a fact. Knowing Ryan Horvath the way I do, he is beyond jacked about this game he cannot wait to see his cardinals take on his brewers cardinals currently uh plus 125 underdogs which makes all the sense in the world they got miles michaelis on the mound listen i like miles michaelis the guy hasn't been healthy since he's joined uh, the team he hasn't really shown much thus far he's currently sitting with a 4-9 era and his one start was against the pittsburgh pirates and he did not look good he's facing freddie peralta We know what Freddie Peralta is, despite his first outing. Um, Minus 155, I just don't see a lot of value on this. However, the over-under is 8.5. I'm taking the under in this ballgame. Love it, man. I'm also taking the under, and I'm going to go with the first five innings bet as well. I'm going to go with the first five under 4.5 here. I think Miles is going to have a better start today. Now, the problem is he's 33 years old, and he's dealt with forearm injuries the last two years. He's pitched, what, two games over the last two seasons? Uh, wasn't great in his first outing, gave up two runs on six hits, walked two and didn't even make it into the fourth inning, went just three and two thirds. Freddie Peralta also had some control issues against Chicago, but I really like him. Like, I think he's a dark horse Cy Young candidate. He was great last year, even though he's the three starter for the Brewers, had a career best season, a 281 ERA and won 144 innings. He threw strikes, I believe, on just like 46 of 88 pitches in the debut. So my thing with Freddie Peralta, he's so like... Early on in his career, was so inconsistent, so streaky, where like he'd strike out nine and have a great performance, a great outing, and go six, seven innings. And then the next game, he'd walk the bases loaded. He'd be out by the third inning. I think this is a bounce-back spot for him. But like you said, I don't want to pay that price for the Brewers. Um, I'm going to go with the first five under, four and a half, full game under. That's the play for me. And maybe a Freddie Peralta strikeout a little bit later on. I might take a look at that Freddie Peralta strikeout. I do not know how many innings he's going to get right now. That's my only hesitation right now. Um, but I definitely love the under in this game, and I'm going to stay away, obviously, from the run line because I think this is going to be a low-scoring affair. And uh, the money line, I'm just I'm just kind of – there's not a lot of value on it for me. I do, I'm do. i kind of fading the Cardinals a little bit, but seeing minus 155 on the Brewers, it's just – it's not for me. But I do love your first five prop. Now, that being said, I'm sticking away, staying away from first five props for a couple of days because yesterday I thought I had a surefire – first five prop with the angels with Otani on the mound uh, under four and a half. And that blew up when he gave up a second inning grand slam. So big swings when you are playing those first fives, but they are fun to play Uh, your Cubs, baby plus 100 as underdogs on the road with the Rockies minus 120. Listen, uh, the over under is currently, it just changed set at 10. Uh, yesterday was set in 11 and a half and I took the under yesterday and that was huge in that five to two victory for the Cubs listen they got Stroman on the mound against Marquez and Marquez is no slouch 
the yeah. Rockies' offense is not bad. It's actually pretty good and powerful. Chris Bryant, C.J. Uh, Crone. I'm a big C.J. Crone fan. However, I like the Cubs tonight. I like that plus 100 underdog. Marcus Stroman on the mound. I also like the under 10. I know they're in Colorado. Every time they're at Coors, the, the over-unders go through the roof, and I love playing the unders at Coors. Same here, man. Like, these totals are just way inflated. Last night it opened up at 11.5, and, and I'm with you on the under tonight. I think Stroman's going to be excellent tonight. Now, the debut was good on Sunday because he gave up just one run on two hits, had three walks, though, and the problem was um, he only threw strikes, 42 of his 79 pitches in that game, so I think he's going to have a bounce back. Got pulled in that game a little early. Uh, Should have had the win. They had a 3-1 lead, but then the bullpen blew up against the Brewers. Last season, he was excellent in New York. A 3.02 ERA, made 33 starts. I like Stroman tonight, and I like this Cubs team to win. Took them last night on the money line. Like, they've been solid at the plate so far. Number 12 in Major League Baseball. They have a 243 batting average. There's probably some regression coming, but I don't think it's against Colorado. Give me the Cubs tonight. Yeah, and uh, yesterday I took Colorado. However, I did put the caveat. I was like, eh, it's going to be closer than we think, but I am right. very big on the under. Again, throughout the season, take a look at the Rockies games, especially when they're playing at Coors. He mentioned Ryan just mentioned just now that the game yesterday opened up at 11 and a half. You're going to see that a lot this season. A lot of games opening up above 10, 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half, even 12, um, especially if the Dodgers come to town. Take a look at those over-unders at Coors. Uh, guys, Reds at Dodgers. Uh, no value, period. I This is my problem with the Dodgers every year. It's impossible to find value picks because at the end of the day, no matter who they're playing, the Reds right now, and the Reds aren't even the worst team in their division, let alone baseball, and they're fading them plus 195 underdogs. Dodgers minus 250, clearly no value there. You might get some value on the run line, but even that I'm a little hesitant to take t- uh, today for some reason, and I don't even know why it is. Same here, man. Like, and that's why I said in that series against the Twins, for some reason, they just mispriced the Dodgers. Like, they had that 7 nothing win. In that game, they were minus 200 favorites. Um, and against uh, on that Tuesday game, they were only minus 144, I believe, the Dodgers were against the Twins. And I was like, I have to hammer the Dodgers in this series because we're probably not going to get this price the rest of the season, right? Because every time I want to play them, they're minus 200, minus 220. Kershaw was excellent. Really wanted to see him close out that perfect game. Obviously didn't happen, but um, I'm going to stay away tonight. Minus 257, minus 250 is just too ridiculous of a price for me. So if anything, I'd probably play the dogs as big dogs or go with the Dodgers on the run line. I just don't trust that tonight, well, so I'm, I'm staying away. Well, you mentioned the run line is currently set at minus 120, so there is at least yeah. some value on that. But there is one reason I'm staying away, and his name is Tony Gonsolin. And it's not because yep. Tony Gonsolin isn't a good starter. It just seems as though the Gonsolin starts become bullpen outings. And bullpen games, yep. I always want to stay away from. There's just too much There's just too much chaos when it comes to bullpen games for me. So I am definitely going to stay away. What do you think of the over-under currently set at 9? I would probably actually go with the over in that game. And, you know, I don't bet many overs, but I think some runs are going to be scored. Um See, I'm just staying away with anything that has to do with the Dodgers right now just because of the stupid strikeout prop that I missed out on last night. I did a rare parlay, and I hit the first three legs, and the last leg that I needed was Walker Bueller over six and a half strikeouts. Yeah, I had now, it. It has nothing to do with the total tonight, man, but I just like I see the Dodgers, and I just want to stay away. They make me sick right now, but I'd probably lean the over. Or, you know what I do in this spot maybe against the Reds? I may go team total over with the Dodgers. 
um, then I don't have to rely on Cincinnati to score. Mm-hmm. Um, but going against Vlad Gutierrez, yeah, I think the Dodgers could get after him. So I think the look might be the team total over for the Dodgers tonight. Yeah, I think that might be a good look as well. Take a look at those over-unders uh, throughout the year as well for the Dodgers. You know, this team can score a lot of runs. Uh, last National League game, Braves minus 105 on the road in San Diego. San Diego minus 115. So they're actually fading the defending World Series champions while they're facing a rookie quote-unquote phenom in Mackenzie Gore making his major league debut tonight wearing number one actually I take that back wearing number 42 because it is Jackie Robinson day um Mackenzie Gore I mean he's supposed to be a top stud prospect but listen the Braves are defending World Series champions and you're making them underdogs in this game minus 105 I'm taking the Braves on the money line and I think they're going to take it to Mackenzie Gore I don't think he's going to make it out of the fourth yeah I'm with you on that man and I like Kyle Wright he had a solid first start for the Braves he goes again tonight and like you said for the Padres Mackenzie Gore makes his Major League Baseball debut so I'm excited to watch this game as a fan one of the top uh, pitching prospects in the game it's weird because you go to the 2019 season, he had an ERA under two. It was like 169. And then last year, uh, goes gets called up to AAA and struggled a little bit at times, like had an ERA, 393. The whip wasn't great, but uh, made a start in AAA last week and had five shutout innings, so he's going to look to build off that. I just want to see McKenzie out there tonight, man, but I'm with you. I'm going with the Braves. I mean, a rookie starter making his first start against the defending champs in that lineup, give me Atlanta tonight, especially at that price. Not to mention, man y- – as underdogs too like really that's that's surprising to me I I understand the Padres are good but I I, fading fading the Braves when you got a a rookie making his major league debut on the mound listen maybe I'll be eating my words by the end of the night I don't expect myself to be so it's an odd odd line to be putting out there what are your uh, really quick? What are your thoughts like? Because I said I think that I played the Padres really small to win the division, even though you know the Bre- or the Brewers. I'm sorry, the Dodgers were the heavy favorites, minus two hundred, just because I was getting three to one odds. And even without Tatis, man, they've been pretty solid so far this season. My only concern is Trent Grisham has to get it going if they're going to continue to bat him lead off. I think he's hitting like one thirty eight right now with no RBIs after one week of the season. I think his like he needs to come around. But other than that, I like everything I see from this team right now. So do I. I mean, even Eric Hosmer swinging it pretty well at the moment. But keep in mind, he he does well every April. So hopefully he can continue this going. Not not only just for the Padres to do well, but for the Padre fans to finally kind of lay off him a little bit. I think, uh, listen, I've been critical about Eric Hosmer's contract because I think they overpaid him. But it doesn't mean Eric Hosmer's a bad baseball player. Eric Hosmer's a very, very good baseball player, but the Padre fans seem to despise the guy. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping he can put keep this season going the way he's uh, off to a very good start in San Diego. Well, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the American League matchups taking place this weekend right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. 
Welcome back to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat, talking all things, all lines, all baseball right here. We just finished talking about the National League and all the matchups you're getting this weekend. Let's talk about the American League. And let's talk about two teams that everybody's talking about, and that is the Boston Red Sox going to play in Minnesota. You got Pavetta on the mound, currently sitting on the money line, minus 130. The Twins, they're sitting at plus 105 dogs. Um... Ryan on the mound, what do you got in this game? Okay, so we get Joe Ryan against Nick Pavetta. So here's the thing, like neither of these teams right now are hitting righties, especially the Twins. Like the Twins, I went over on their season win total, even though I love the White Sox. They got two wins this season. They got destroyed by the Dodgers. They were outscored 14-2 to in that two-game series. And the reason that they're off to this slow start, man, has been their inability to hit right-handed pitching. I'm going to actually, if I have to play the side in this game, go with Boston um, just because last season, a little inconsistent on the road, but at Fenway, they were one of the better teams, 49-32, and 32, which was the fourth most home victories in the AL. I kind of like them in Pavetta today, but I'm actually going to go with the under. The total, I just think it's too inflated. It's at 10 right now. I'm going to go under because both teams right now struggling against righties. I think both pitchers could have success. If you don't trust the full game total because of the bullpens for the Twins and the Red Sox, I, I understand that. You could also look at the first five under five. But I'm going full game under 10 in this spot with a strong lean to the Red Sox against the Twins, who right now are struggling. I like the call. Um, yeah, I'm struggling on either team winning this game. I think it's a fairly evenly yeah. matched up game. But yes, neither teams are hitting righties all that well. I like the under 10 as well. Um, but believe it or not, if I'm going to go on the money line, I'm going to lean Twins a little bit here. But I'm, I, it's really kind of up to listeners' discretion. Um, it's pretty evenly matched up ball game, but I am leaning twins in this ball game, but I love the under, I am going to take the under 10 in this ball game. The Yankees, man, they're going to play that juggernaut team in Baltimore. Um, no value whatsoever, uh, on no. the money line, minus 200, obviously, uh, Yankees heavily favored against a very, very, very non-existent Orioles team. Um, however, there is decent value on the money on the run line, uh, minus uh, 130 as we currently stand. Uh, I think that's worth taking. I think the Yankees are going to win this game by eight runs. Same here, man. Jordan Montgomery on the mound. Here, I'm also going to play the over in this game, right? So Montgomery this season, just one performance out, or one appearance, and he got shelled. Uh, he only made it through three innings. Had four strikeouts, but he's got an ERA of eight right now. And then Jordan Lyles also got absolutely shelled. He gave up seven hits. Walked three in his first start for Baltimore. The only thing that scares me a little bit, the Orioles scoring the 30th least amount of runs per game. They're only hitting 201 as a team, which is disgusting. Uh, but I do like the over, the team total over for the Yanks. Here's a series where the Yankees have to get right. Picked up the victory last night. I'll be looking to play them on the run line. There's going to be no value in the money line. I'm not laying 2-1, to one, minus 250 odds against even Baltimore. But uh, give me the Yanks on the run line, and I like the over a lot in this game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a game taking place, a series taking place this weekend that I'm not going to lie to you scares me right now. And it only scares me right now because one of these teams is playing really, really well. And I don't think any of us expected them to ever play really well. You got the Oakland athletics going to Toronto. Toronto obviously has been playing some good baseball lately. However, yesterday's game was a bit of a, uh, you know, an offensive nightmare. No runs put up yesterday. The A's went into Tampa and took it to Tampa. And currently, the A's are sitting as plus 150 underdogs against the Blue Jays, minus 185. If you are leaning towards the Blue Jays, obviously not a lot of value there on the money line. You might want to take a look at the run line where you can get them at uh, plus 105. Uh, listen, mm, I'm going to stay away from this game 
because the a- the A's have been playing and swinging it really, really well to the point where I don't know what this team is right now. No, man, I wish that this was the start that my Angels got off to. Like you said, Oakland just won for, I believe, the fourth time in five games. They beat Tampa on the road, yeah. uh, four to three in the last one. Now they're only a half game behind the Astros. I mean, they're four and three this season, and they got Dalton Jeffries going tonight. One and zero this season doesn't even have an ERA. Uh, two strikeouts over five innings, just two base on ball, two walks in the last game. So Ryu got a start pushback. Um, so it's going to be a stay away from me. If anything, I might take a shot with the A's just because they're playing so good right now and Jeffries is on the mound. He's looking good so far. So, if anything, Oakland, but probably a stay away from me in this one. I'm going to stay away from now, but I am leaning towards Oakland because that value, plus 150, that might be worth a sprinkle, man. I'm just thinking this team's playing really well. They took it to the Rays on the road. There's no reason to believe they can't take it to the Blue Jays on the road. You mentioned Ryu being pushed back. Man, I... I'm not going to tell you to take the A's, but maybe think about it. Yeah, they're one of the hottest teams in baseball. I mean, it's a week into the season, but they've won four out of their last five games, and they did it on the road against Tampa Bay, who, again, I did go over under, I'm sorry, on the win total for Tampa Bay, but uh, they're going to make me pay for that. They're going to be a good team. they got a huge series this weekend. So, uh, if anything, I'm with you. I'd go Oakland. Well, tonight, Apple TV ball game, ladies and gentlemen. you got the one and only uh tampa bay rays that we we're just talking about dropped a few games to the a's last weekend uh against the white Sox at home dylan cease on the mound and i have not been quiet about how much i love dylan cease he is my strikeout prop king and the line is set high at seven and a half i don't care i'm taking that strikeout prop not only am i taking that strikeout prop i'm even gonna take the white Sox not on the money line because it's only set at 140 minus 140 i should say uh, I'm going to go ahead and take them on the run line. I think they're going to put up a lot of runs today. Uh, what do you think? So they've went up on the strikeout prop from 6.5 to 7.5. I know we're going to talk about that to close out the pod, but that's not going to scare me off either. Like, Cease 10-7 and seven at guaranteed rate field, as I like to call it, Comiskey. Uh, but if you look at that, man, 144 innings he's logged there, 170 strikeouts. He had eight in his debut already this season, so seven and a half, that's fine with me. 1-0 on the season, eight strikeouts, three walks, and he did that in only five innings. So like, even if he doesn't go six, seven innings, he's still going to be able to accomplish the seven strikeouts that we need, the eight strikeouts that we need. So he's only faced off against the Rays once. Uh, that was in 2019. In that game, he struck out four and only went five innings. So I like the strikeout prop, and I like the White Sox tonight. Um, I wish they were going against a lefty, Drew Rasmussen, a righty, but Give me the White Sox, and then I'll go with the Dylan C strikeout prop that we'll talk about later as well. Yeah, again, and I'm taking the White Sox on the on the run line. I think they're going to win big tonight. I think they're going to have a, an absolute offensive barrage. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. Angels, they're going to Texas. Angels currently set at minus 120. Rangers, plus 100 underdogs. The over-under is set at 10. Uh, Detmer's on the mound against Bush. What are your thoughts on this ballgame? So injuries are killing the Angels already, especially in the bullpen. They got three dudes in the bullpen already out indefinitely. Now they add in David Fletcher. He's got a hip injury, so he's out indefinitely, so they don't have a starting shortstop. Detmers, tonight they have to get after Detmers. For me, it's the Angels or nothing in this game. Like, he went four innings in his opening start, struck out three, gave up two earned runs, which was decent, but he's never faced the Rangers. He's only faced one player in this entire lineup. That's Corey Seager. So I think they should get after him. The, the Angels have to get something going here. Like, I'm hearing 
trade rumors maybe about them potentially if they're out of it just moving Otani or Trout by the deadline I don't see that happening they need to get it going though I'm a little worried especially with that bullpen but I think tonight's a good spot for that so I'll go with the Angels this this is actually a game with two teams that I'm I'm gonna stay away from for at least a week I think I need to yeah. see what these two teams become you mentioned the injuries already the Angels their bullpen is terrible and truthfully I just do not know what the Texas Rangers are right now yeah they got better from last year but there it seems so Jekyll and Hyde it, it, you know what they feel like they feel like the Phillies last year like you want to bet on them a lot because they're gonna win some ball games but then they'll lose five in a row big and it's just it's, yeah. it's going to be a tricky team to gamble on all season long. Yeah, I hate that I played the win total over. I hate that I played them to win the division already because the bullpen, the rotation, like exactly what I expected. Um, it's, it's, it's the same team they were three years ago, two years ago, last season. So we'll see what happens, but I don't feel great right now about them. Last American League game, we got to talk about Astros, currently sitting minus 120 at the Mariners, plus 100 underdogs at home. They got Odorizzi on the mound. You know he's a pretty good pitcher in Odorizzi. Facing off against Gonzalez. Listen, Odorizzi on the mound, pretty good. I love these Mariners, and I'm getting them at plus 100 underdogs at home. I'm taking the Mariners, baby, on the money line. I'm also going with the Mariners tonight. You know, just because Houston, this is the third time since the start of the season they're going to play a series on the road. They haven't been home a whole lot. Obviously, everybody still hates them when they're on the road. The only thing that concerns me is how good they've been, especially like the pitching rotation, best in baseball. They have a 169 ERA on average. They're the only team right now below two. It's just insane. And then you have Seattle. Rough start to the season, like among the worst teams when it comes to batting average, just hitting 191. You expect them to turn that around? I like them. I like Marco Gonzalez, so I'm going to go with Seattle. But do you have any concerns about the uh, lineup right now, just them hitting 191 as a team? No, it's a week into the year. I, I'm kind of cold. seeing – yeah, I'm seeing this April as an extension of spring training more than I see most Aprils. This was a shortened yeah, spring man. training. A lot of pitchers' pitch counts are being shortened so much so that we lost out on a perfect game earlier this week because his pitch count had the audacity to get to 80. Listen, this is a madness opening to the season. So I'm truly – I'm not necessarily fading any teams right now. It's more that I'm kind of – I'm hurrying up and waiting. I want to see what they can do after this month. May is where I, I'm really going to understand what these teams truly are, I think. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we kind of expected this, like you said, with spring training being short. And plus, like, this is just kind of the way it goes the first month, first two months of the season for a lot of hitters anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, until the weather starts to warm up a little bit, they get some ABs. So, not too concerned with Seattle. I am concerned with the Angels, but I do like Seattle tonight a lot in that spot. Yes, I do. Well, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast Powered by BetQL, we're bringing in producer Super Mario. We got some prop shopping to do right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast Powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat talking all things baseball, all things line. And we're going to bring in our producer. He is the one and only Super Mario. And we got a prop off and betting lessons for the weekend. Mario, what do you got for us, baby? So first, I'm going no runs in the first. What action you guys kind of like for this? Which ones we guys take? Which ones you'd not take at all? 
Twins versus Red Sox. No runs in the first, plus 105. How are you feeling about it? Me, personally, not not great about it. This is the, I know both these teams have not been swinging it great against right-handers, um, but these are two teams with offenses that can change the game with one swing all throughout the lineup. So it's just one of those games. I think the under is going to come in, but I, I really want to stay away from that first inning. You know what? I'll go under. I will actually go no run to be scored in the first inning. Like Cody said, it's scary as hell, especially like if we would have previewed this game. If you would have told me we're previewing Twins-Red Sox, you know, the second week of the season, I would have said probably an over game. But just the way that both of these teams are struggling to hit righties right now, Pavetta. And then I like Joe Ryan, you know, a highly touted prospect. I think he's going to figure it all out this season. So I'll actually say no runs in the first inning in this game. All right, now... Ryan, you mentioned this during the break that you really like it, but Cubs versus Rockies, no runs in the first, plus 100. Would you take it? And would you take, wait for this one, Strowman's over three and a half strikeouts today? That's at minus, minus 128. Minus 128, I don't really want to pay that price just because he's not really a strikeout pitcher, but he's great. And I'm going to go with the no run in the first inning here. So Marquez, like if you look what he did in 2021, he's a great. 28-5, and five, no runs in the first inning hit. Um 24-3 and three at home. He's a much better pitcher there. Marcus Stroman, no runs in the first inning last season, 2021, 28-4. and four. So 28-4 for him where he didn't allow a run in the first inning. And then Marquez was 28-5. and five. So I'm actually going to go no runs to be scored. I also, like Cody mentioned earlier, like the full game under. But that's one where, hey, you want to make some quick money? You watch one inning of baseball and you could cash a $100 ticket. So I'll go no runs in the first inning with uh, that matchup between the Rockies and the Cubs, and I love it. I love the no run in the first inning. I agree with Ryan almost entirely with this exact pick because I am staying away from Marcus Stroman's strikeout props. In fact, I'm going to be staying away from Marcus Stroman's strikeout props all season long. I don't care if it's as low as two. He's not a strikeout pitcher. He loves getting some contact. All right, next up, let's go Cardinals versus Brewers, the two teams that Ryan hates the most. Uh, No runs in the first for that one, minus 120. Not the best value, but guys, what do we think? I'm going to go no on that one, and my reason is Miles Michaelis. I think Miles is going to give up two runs in the first today. Yeah, I would actually go the same. I I think some runs are going to be scored. Even if, let's say, Miles has a clean inning, you know, I do feel really good about Freddie. I'm probably going to look at the strikeout prop, even though it's really juiced up tonight after a not-so-great first outing for him against the Cubs. Um, But even if, you know, you get through Miles, then, like, Freddie has had control issues. Didn't throw a whole lot of strikes in his debut. So I think there's going to be some runs scored in that game. I actually like the over in that game as well. So I will say a run will be scored in the first inning. So since we kind of said Miles is not doing too hot, would we take the under in his strikeouts three and a half? It's plus money. At yeah, plus I wouldn't just because the Brewers strike out a bunch. In fact, like I've been playing strikeout props against the Brewers really for the last two seasons. So that's the only reason I want it. And it's such a low number. I could see him, especially if he goes five innings, six innings in this game, I could see him finishing with exactly four and then you lose by the hook. So that's a stay away from me. It's a stay away from me as well, mainly because he walks a lot of guys. He gets deep in the counts. I'm not feeling good about him hitting that strikeout prop. So this is the gambler in me. Home run prop, maybe, Cody? No chance. Like, like, maybe, maybe, maybe. No, 
Not for me. No, I'm I'm 0 for three on my home run props this season so far. I need I need a break from home run props. They are they are beyond fun. There is nothing more fun to gamble on in all of baseball than home run props. But I gotta say, for me personally, for my mental well being, I need to stay away for at least three days. You know what? I'm gonna throw one out there, okay? And it's disgusting, right? No, but this is a small don't do this it. is pizza money. Let's go, pizza Ryan. Money. Pizza money. You said Hunter Renfro plus 475. No. I was looking at Colton Wong plus 725. These prices are just ridiculous, you guys. You know what? The power is gone for him. I do expect a bounce back season. He took one to the wall the other day. Give me Christian Yelich to Homer today plus 575. It's nearly six to one odds. Cody, three years ago, they were intentionally walking this guy every time he came up to the dish. Did now you all just... of a sudden, we're getting. Ryan, did you just justify your home run pick because he flew out to the wall the other day? That is You're damn as, right. Oh, that's as bad as it gets. And Mario, how dare Super Mario? You guys can't see this, but he's sitting here fist pumping. My God, just giving away your money. <laughs> exactly. He just wants me to give away my money. Plus 575, Christian Yelich, a guy that hit what? Over 40 a couple years ago. I mean, the power is gone with them. I'm going to take a shot today just because that price is ridiculous. I'll I even, say yes. I even said it. yesterday, I feel like Christian Yelich hasn't homered since Nam. I honestly, I don't remember the last time he has homered. Oh, it's, like, I, and I want if, him to do, I want him to do well, by the way. Don't, don't make any mistakes here. I love Christian Yelich. He just hasn't been the same guy for the last couple of years. And anyone that tries to claim that he has been is just lying. Uh, they're like they're fed up with him in Milwaukee. I mean, people are pissed. I mean, just because of that contract, he's still got like eight more years to go on that thing too. Yeah, he does. I, I'm blindly tailing Ryan. Blindly. Oh no, no I don't. Oh, hold on. I, no, I don't to. recommend anybody else doing that. No, I'm no, just, I, I'm just doing it, and it's because uh, Moneyball right. quote here. He looks good. Yelich looks good. Swing looks good. Good looking guy. Because he flew because he flew out to center the other day. That's yeah, what he yeah, yeah. Hey, and it looked good. I'm All so right. absurdly worried about both of you. <laughs> As you should be. Hey, it's like Space Jam. There's your 90s thing when uh, Michael Jordan strikes out and they go, hey, you look good striking out. I look bad. You look good. So th things to think about. All right. Um, Rays versus White Sox. No runs in the first, minus 125. This is your boy, uh, Cody, your king that you've been big on the whole time. What do we think about it? I like it. I like it on both sides. Um, I think you have the right arms on the mound to get a zero in the first on both sides. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it, and I'm going to take it, and I'm going to take it. And I'm actually going to put that bet in. Yeah, same here. I'll go no runs in the first inning in that game. And are we going to do it? Are we going to go with the C strikeout prop, even though it's seven and seven and a half now? 100% I'm in. I am 100. I am never not in on a Dylan C strikeout prop. That is my what? pencil it in all year long. Yeah, what I like, man, okay, so against the Tigers last Saturday, like I said, he only went five innings and still struck out eight. So even if he doesn't go six, seven innings, which he's probably not going to the first five, six starts of the season, he's always right there. Give it to me, especially at home, 144 innings at guaranteed rate field, and he has a whopping 170 strikeouts in 144 innings. Let's do it. All right, I'm going to lock in for that one, too. Maybe a parlay with Yelich, but we'll see. That one's going to hit. That one's going to hit. The Yelich one, probably not. <laughs> it's Come on. Hey, the odds couldn't be more in your favor in terms of money coming back. If you hit that prop, you may buy the Odyssey. You may buy the BetMGM MLB podcast in this entire company with those kind of odds. Ryan, how about this? If this prop hits, you have to wear a Super Mario hat next show. Deal. I'm in. Yes, that let's go. Dude, if that prop...
prop hits, he could buy the moon. There's no way <laughs> that prop is hitting. Oh, I'm telling you, Yelich is going yard today. I'll be sure to tweet you guys. I mean, I'm I, if he does, if he does, I give up on life. Unreal if he does. Hey, it'll be like the Seth Beer three-run shot when I told you Arizona was winning on opening night, right? <laughs> you know, both, both of their wins this season have been because of him. There's your rookie of the year right there. Sorry. Whoa. Sorry Slow down. Our boy, Suzuki. With Seiya Suzuki uh, in the league, already off to a great start, and you're going to sit here and fade Seiya for Seth Beer? Get out of here. No, nah, I'm, I'm only half kidding right there. I actually just ordered some jerseys for the entire family. Hey, I'm telling you, man, the Cubs a lot better than I expected. It's early. Yes, they are, dude. I'm telling the Pirates, you. They're the Rockies. But, hey, man, like, if you could at least beat those teams and you don't finish in the basement of, the of, of Major League Baseball, I'm fine with it. Just yeah. be relevant. All right, so let's go to Braves versus Padres. No more than the first is minus 115. How are we feeling? Oh, I think there's going to be plenty of runs in the first inning of that game. So I'm going to go, yes, there's going to be runs in the first inning. Now, I hope not because we get a young pitching matchup between Kyle Wright and Mackenzie Gore. But for Gore, this is his first start. Um, so I'm going to say runs are going to be scored, especially with these two lineups, man, the Braves and the Padres. I think there's going to be some scoring in this game. Mainly because I think there's going to be walks. I think uh, mm -hmm. Mackenzie Gore might be throwing some balls in that first inning. So I'm going to go ahead and say yes. There's going to be a first inning run scored in that game. Would you take Gore's under and strikeouts? Three and a half plus 118. So plus odds. Yes. Yes, I would. I don't expect much out of Whenever you have a rookie phenom, quote-unquote, coming up, a high prospect coming up to pitch a game, it rarely goes great. It, it is usually just kind of a middle-of-the-road start. And there is a lot of hype on Mackenzie Gore, so I'm, I'm not expecting much. I'm trying to set my, my standards a little low and expect him to do quite well as the season goes forward. But today, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the under. I, I'm expecting a high walk, uh, high walk rate tonight. Same. Same here. I would definitely go under as well. You know, I'm rooting for him to have success. Like, I hope I tune into this game when we get eight innings of him, you know, and he's pitching a gem. But I just – it's it's tough to expect that in his first career start, especially going against the Braves, man. Like, if he's pitching against the Pirates tonight or the Reds, it's a whole nother story. But you're going against that lineup, so I'd go under as well. All right, my last one for you guys. Reds versus Dodgers, no runs in the first, plus 100. Please say a prayer for Cincy tonight. No, what do you guys think? No chance am I taking that. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not touching it because I find it – listen, the Dodgers are hard to bet on. They're just hard yeah. to bet on. They're, they're, they're too good. That offense is too powerful. It's just – they're frustrating to bet on. But if you were going to make a bet like this, absolutely take it on the Dodgers every chance you get. Um this team's offense is maybe the best offense I've ever seen in my life. Only rivaled by the offense they had last year. Yeah, exactly. That's the only other lineup that was probably more dangerous, right, was their lineup last year. So I'm with you. Um, same breakdown right there. The only thing, anytime I play an over, a team total over with the Dodgers, I feel like that's a game that they win one nothing or 2 nothing. You get a gem from Kershaw or Walker Buehler. So nothing there for me. I'm going to pass. All right. That Okay, how about this one parlay? This one parlay that I have for the Dodgers-Reds game that I just thought of. To record a hit, Will Smith, who didn't – he dominated them last night, right? Or he had, like, a pretty good game. And then Justin Turner, both record a hit. Minus 104 odds. Would you guys take it or no? I'd want a better price, but, you know, I don't hate it. I, I would take it. Um, 
because I think it's definitely possible. I think you probably have an 85% chance of hitting the bet, but I would just want a better number personally. Oh, exactly the same thing. Don't like the number. I'm going to stay away. I love it. Well, that right there was a little bit of, uh, would you call it prop shopping? Prop off? What are we calling it, Super Mario? Well, let's take a vote. Prop show? Prop off? The prop showdown? Ooh, prop showdown. That I, I like prop showdown because you got me on something. I don't know if you got this, Ryan, but I am a big Price is Right guy. So anytime I hear the word oh, yeah. showdown, I'm on board. I would take a bullet for Bob Barker, dude. So I'm with you. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll with that, too. I would take a bullet for Bob Barker again. Uh, guys, that has been us for BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. I've been Cody Decker. You can follow me on Twitter, at Decker6. Ryan, where can people follow you? I'm at Ryan Horvath, BetMGM tonight. That's the show, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on the uh, Odyssey Network. Mm -hmm. And you guys can check me out on the BetQL Network on the weekends on Saturday for Bet uh, for the Cycle. Super Mario, you'll be with me on that. Make sure you guys follow, share, this show, BetMGM Emily Podcast, powered by BetQL. Like, share, subscribe. That is it for us. We'll see you guys next week to preview some more games and more series. That's all. Beat it.